0: It just something simple that sure. came out of a a Kaizen event where we just talked to the mechanics and said, hey, what do you guys need? What would help? Sure, no, that's awesome. Simple stuff.
1: It it always is simple stuff, as we know. Welcome to the American American Lean Podcast, where we cover five topics in five days in about five minutes. The only place in the world where you can get daily lean coaching. Your host is Tom Reed, and he shares his 30 years of experience and covers leadership, culture, entrepreneurship, lean methodologies, Industry 4.0, and interviews special guests on their lean journey. We're glad you're here. So let's go. Welcome in to the American Lean Podcast. And it's Friday, so that means we're going to be talking with someone on their lean journey. And today I happen to be talking with Larry Reese, who is a lean coordinator at Biggie Crane. Biggie Crane is located in Oakland, California, and they make cranes that you see at the big construction sites and other large, very large cranes that are used, obviously, in the construction industry. So, Larry, welcome into the American Lean Podcast.
0: Thanks a lot, Tom. Good to be here.
1: Yep, good to talk to you. Larry and I have done uh, quite a bit of lean implementations together over the years, so it's great to reconnect, and thanks for your time. So let's start real simple. Just tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: All right, um Larry Reese. I did a little consulting. I'm working with, I worked with uh, Biggie Crane, uh, they actually rent cranes, so they provide equipment and operators and things like that on different construction sites, uh, almost exclusively construction sites, so.
1: Okay. So, but these would be the big cranes that you see, you know, in the big cities from miles away, right?
0: Right. Okay. Those are the tower cranes and then also the, uh, the mobile stuff that you see going down the road and stuff like that.
1: Okay. And how long had Biggie been on their lean journey?
0: I was one of the first, uh, managers that they brought in to manage their lean uh, program. Okay. Uh, We, we focused heavily on the maintenance division as far as maintaining the equipment, uh, it would go out on lease or out on rent, and then when it came back in, there would obviously be things that had to be repaired. And, uh, you know, a lot of the work that I did, um, not only in Oakland, but also they have divisions in Houston and other parts of the country. Houston was a a major area where they had a lot of the repairs taking place, so I was focused a lot on Houston and helping them with some of their projects that they had going on there as far as implementing and making life better for the maintenance technicians okay so
1: uh, these are, you mentioned their rentals so you mean people don't treat them with kid gloves like they do rental cars
0: that's pretty close to the truth yeah <laughs> uh, the the contracts are pretty solid as far as making sure that uh, any damage is recorded and, and stuff like that but um yeah and the environments that these operate in sometimes can be pretty harsh down oh, i'm the sure coast stuff like that so um maintenance is a incredibly important uh, part of that business sure. to, yep. to make sure that people are safe
1: big picture what what was biggie hoping to gain by doing their lean implementation or their lean transformation
0: big picture uh like everybody else you know a reduction in lead times their turnaround times for equipment uh you're not making money on that equipment if it's sitting in the yard so they need okay. to get it turned around and back out on on rental that for them was was my focus is it uh understanding what all is involved uh, when the equipment comes back as far as a triage, and uh, getting it turned around as fast as we possibly could.
1: Okay. What were some of the wins that you guys had within Biggie?
0: Well, we had a bit of a training on the front end, getting people to understand what we were talking about, and value stream mapping, because we didn't even... Understand our processes, you know, everybody knew their piece, but not everybody knew how it fit together in the overall scheme of things. So we did a fair bit of value stream mapping to understand the processes and then had targeted, uh, events and Kaizens to make sure that we focused on what needed to be accomplished and uh, where we could get the quick wins. So it's funny, but a lot of the stuff was, uh, Items that mechanics had known, their technicians had known that they needed or wanted, but without the value stream map, that was hard to justify. But once we've okay. done the value stream map, we could identify the reduction in time. Um, it became a lot easier to get the things done that, that needed to be done.
1: Okay. So can you give us an so. example maybe, yeah, one of the results or...
0: So one of the, the things, and, um, you know, my background is, was in maintenance and welding and metalworking, and I walked into their shop, there's a, a vital piece of equipment called uh, a plasma cutter, a table, CNC plasma table, mm-hmm. um, which they did an incredible amount, and they outsourced all of that. Well oh, wow. Outsourcing that cutting, and we're talking about thick plate, you know, anywhere from three-quarter inch up to three to four inches thick
1: yeah that's
0: that's big heavy stuff yeah but they would outsource that and it would take them weeks sometimes to get something back and then when they got it back they still had trimming or fitting to do and it just was crazy how long their uh lead times were to get something done so and we're talking about a, a Expensive piece of equipment, well sure. over a hundred thousand dollars. So to, to justify that, you know, we needed uh, the ability to say, "Look, this is how long it takes," and to do all those calculations and work things out so that we could make the case to management, uh, other than just sounding like, "Hey, this is something the shop would really like to have."
1: Right. Yeah. Okay. So you just were able to put some numbers to it and show some exactly show some justification.
0: Exactly. Excellent.
1: Excellent. Anything else come to mind?
0: Um. One of the other things down in Houston is that, uh, you know, the mechanics have been asking, you know, they're out in the Houston in the Texas sun no, working. Right, right. And a lot of the equipment is up off the ground. Uh, they have the ability to lift themselves up with hydraulics and stuff. And the mechanics just said, look, can we just get some of those cheap awnings and put them up over and put so we built them and put leg extensions on them. And it was amazing how much that just helped the morale and uh, the longevity of being able to stay on a piece of equipment and work on it. And it was just something simple that sure. came out of a, a Kaizen event where we just talked to the mechanics and said, hey, what do you guys need? What would help?
1: Sure. No, that's awesome. Simple stuff. It, it always is simple stuff, as we know. Oh, yeah. It, it's just, And it's funny how it sometimes just takes an outsider or someone else to bring it up and it magically happens. It's like, you, I don't get it. But.
0: Well, like I've always said, they pay us to listen to their employees yeah right exactly were there
1: any big surprises that you learned on your when you guys were doing your lean transformation
0: not really surprises uh i've been doing this for a number of years before i i got to biggie so i kind of uh knew or expected some of the things that would come up in a certain amount of pushback from the floor that you know we're not a manufacturer we don't build toyota right. so we, Put up cranes. Right. And I mean, it's an absolutely incredible process. If you ever get a chance to see them putting up a crane, it's it's incredible how it happens and how it's done. Hmm. Um, so, just that typical learning curve of people thinking that, well, we're not in manufacturing or you don't understand our business. Right. Or, we're different here. Just the usual things. Right. Uh, the management team was great. Uh, as far as support for the programs, and uh, that helped a lot.
1: (laughs) Oh, sure. Yeah, that's everything. Getting management on board makes or breaks your lean transformation. It really does. Absolutely. So if my organization were beginning a lean transformation today, what advice would you give us?
0: You need help, right? You've got to have somebody that uh, has done this before, has been there, has worked with people, um, and they've got to have the ability to connect, They've sure. got to be able to make sure that the connection is made, even on a personal level, so that people can understand what direction you're going, have that vision, put it in place, and then take the advice from the people, helping them, coaching them.
1: Yep. No. Excellent. Excellent. Let's get ready to wrap it up, Larry. Tell us how we can get a hold of you if we want to uh, learn more about you or or reach out, maybe have you coach us.
0: Sure, Tom. Um, my email address is Reese R E E C E dot lawrence l-a-w-r-e-n-c-e at ymail.com ymail.com
1: <laughs> never heard of that one
0: yep it's uh it's a little different
1: yep awesome well thanks for your time today we appreciate hearing your story about your journey about biggie crane and and just thanks for joining us you betcha have a great one